This podcast is brought to you by Men's Tea Clinic. Men's Tea Clinic is the team I trust with my total wellness optimization, and so should you. Five DFW locations with North Frisco, El Dorado Parkway at Dallas North Tollway now open. Call 972-GO-MEN'S-TEA or visit mensteaclinic.com. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this. Why? A lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. It's our number one of the G-Bag Nation here on 105.3 The Fan, and we do open with me preparing the greatest crow-eating session of my broadcast career. <laughs> Never have I been so wrong. Never has it been so glorious. General at your service, there's Brian Broaddus, former Cowboy Scout NFL executive, the only one of us four in the talk booth that did pick the Cowboys to get the dub yesterday. There's Lucius Alexander in the pimp cup at Master Control. Woolchuck and Chio follow and uh, carter freeman is coordinating your video along with you we are the g-bag nation get him out of the sky daniel north hollywood california gavin can eat a big old bowl of croco crispies without any milk i ate mine already okay Mm -hmm. yes um delicious you know uh, cowboys win after a really really horrifying start they made it look easy dominating the buccaneers into submission the, uh, the turning point, no doubt for me, when Hakeem Hicks had the personal foul against Dak Prescott, turning him into the best version of Dak, and he started fighting back. And, you know, they, they were able to show Tampa the run ultimately, just like we had hoped. He ran the ball seven times, but then the precision passing got dialed in. I tell you what, when that game was about ready to start, I flipped over to the TV pregame. They're all talking about Dak's hand in that. I know you guys were work busy doing the radio, but it was a huge part of the TV pregame. Dak's hand must still be broken or or bothering him in a significant way because they were just done with it. Wow. Like, oh, clearly Dak's not been himself for six weeks because of the hand injury never properly healed. That was the narrative going into that game. And after the first three passes, I was like, I don't know if the hand's broken, but, you know, the offense is broken. Um, but bam, four straight touchdowns later, you were feeling damn good, weren't you, Brian? No, I, you know, I was, and you know, the, you just, you always talk about having to kind of weather the storm and you just knew who the other, the quarterback was on the other side of the field. And, you know, it, it just started off so poorly because we had that game against the commanders the week before. And you're like, gosh, dang it. Not again, kind of thing. But you know, you're right about the, you know, the roughing, the, the roughing, the passer penalty. We, we talked about that when, would Craig Wolstadt, would he call a roughing? And, you know, we thought maybe they might not, but hell, you got one. You got a holding call in this game. There was a lot of really some things that kind of kept you going. But I think overall, though, this, you know, the, the Buccaneers, they, they don't rush the passer particularly well. They're, the pass rush that they have is in the middle of that defense. And I the Cowboys offensive line did a great job of allowing Dak to, to look at the field to find. There was, you know, there was separation. Week one when these two teams played, there wasn't any separation out there. Yesterday, it was separation. Cowboys did a great job with the routes, did a great job of, of, of presenting themselves and making themselves available uh, to Dak. And Dak saw the field, I thought, 
very yeah. well yesterday. I, I think there's a lot of textures out there that need to eat some Dak Crow because it wasn't just one of the best Dak games ever. It was one of the finest games of quarterbacking you will ever see anybody do in the NFL. It happened in the playoffs, snapping a 30-year losing streak on the road and beating Tom Brady for the first time. That's your guy right there. Hey, he put on louder. for the star a little bit. Say it louder for the people in the back there. <laughs> Did he ever, bro? Hey. Are you kidding me? He Give was some respect to four. Yes, sir. And especially after the, the the start there, as you mentioned, because he was high. And you kind of saw this, what was this, the Packers game? He was what? When he, he, he came out and he was a little all over the place. And then for two quarters, he was locked in. And then things went haywire in the fourth. But we're like, it's a slow start. And then he, he, he snaps into it a little bit. Maybe Akeem Hicks helped him with that right I think there. So. I think so. I do like that. But how about this? Most total expected points added in a playoff game since 2006. Dak Prescott, number four on that list. Matt Dang. Ryan had a game in 2016. Rodgers did it in 10. Mahomes did it in 19. Dak 2022. Holy smokes, I guess 2023. Top QBR of any quarterback in wildcard weekend. He is the oh, first. Oh, 96. Yeah, he is the <laughs> first player in NFL history with a rushing touchdown and oh, passing crap. touchdown in four straight postseason contests. First Cowboy in franchise history with five touchdowns in a playoff game. And he ties Troy Aikman and Roger Staubach with four passing touchdowns Mm. in a playoff game. It's the best game, in my opinion, of his career. And he showed he can do it. Yeah, he did. He He, showed he can do it. There's no question, is that good enough? He's good enough. Yeah. The question is, can he be consistent enough? That's right, yeah. At 877-881-1053, Broadus needs to make Gavin a big pot of Cajun crowfish. I'll take that down. I'll take down a crow sandwich. You know, if you pick the bucks and, and you pick them soundly like I did, you know, I don't eat crow whenever I'm wrong, but I eat crow when I'm super wrong. Uh, and I, I'm bold and loud about it, you know. So I, I, I think we definitely have some reevaluation to do as far as what is this team capable of in this playoff run. But before we get there, you know, it, it is a happy Gilmore style tradition here in the G Bag Nation where I admit I was wrong. You were right. I'm stupid, and you're smart, and I'm ugly. You are good looking. So I'm going to start out with some appetizers, maybe some popcorn crow, some crow scampi, some, and then we're, then we're going to get into some fried crow, maybe some lemon pepper crow. Mm. I got a couple of new ones for the occasion. Maybe a bowl of croat meal. You like that croat meal? Croat meal. Maybe yeah. uh, maybe an ice cream crone, <laughs> if you will. <laughs> some pineapple crow. Some coconut crow. Uh, crow soup, maybe, uh, crow stew, crow salad, whatever you want me to do. The truckwreck.com fan text is open, and I- I'm just so ecstatic here to be uh, doing this exercise with hammered. you because now we get to talk about another revenge game with the 49ers coming up and the Cowboys possibly playing their best football and having this really excited momentum, the kind of energy that might be able to take out the 49ers. You got a shot with the pass rush. Yeah. You know, I-, I-, I looked over, I said it to Brian. On that third down in the opening series, Cowboys put out that ferocious four that was dominant in the first half of the season. We were talking about, is this defense good enough to carry a team to a Super Bowl? And it was that four of Tank, Micah, and then you kick inside with Armstrong and Fowler, and they got after it. And if you can get after Brock Purdy, and we'll have plenty of time to to, to break this game down, and then you allow, I mean, how about Israel McQuamu stepping up and playing a great game, allowed you to not have to use Xavier Rhodes a ton. But if you're able to get home with four, and yes, they only had two sacks and they came in the fourth quarter, but they harassed Brady all game, and you could clearly see 
that impacted him for the full 60 minutes. He was shorting throws. There were plays where he probably had guys open, and he just didn't feel comfortable. And it was all about the pre- the pass rush. The breakfast, the breakfast, the breakfast. It was the pressure, the pressure, the pressure. Last night, baby. It was. Uh, okay, Ray from Arlington, again, eating a Crolonia sandwich today. I was very wrong, and Mar was sh- shaving points for sure. <laughs> oh, he had the under. My gosh, are you kidding oh, no. me? You 45 so? and a half is what it was set at, and the game ends at 45. Uh, yeah, you they know, call him Money Maher for a reason. I guess, man, that, it has nothing to do with his kicking, as we no, found out. That 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 was historic. You know that that was a that was like the great yip moments in sports history, or the unfortunate, like Chuck Knobloch or or Jared Saltalamakia, the former Rangers catcher that couldn't throw it back to the pitcher. Like we have a major sports psychology issue on our hands, and I think it'd be negligent by the Cowboys to not have another plan for going into the uh, the Forty ers game. How about you guys? I just feel like, though, that with the short week, you know, if they bring a guy in, they're going to probably do it in secret. Maybe we'll get the waiver wire here the next couple of days and we'll see a workout, tryouts. Uh, you know, maybe they'll go to a guy, I, maybe bring in a practice squad guy. I just kind of feel like, though, you know, with them having to get ready on Wednesday, you know, this game is going to get here get here in a hurry on uh, Sunday. They, they believe in that kicker. And, you know, and. You can maybe, Does he believe in himself well, right the, now? That, the, you, when you get the, the yips, bro. Well, the thing about it is, doesn't matter what you've done up until that point. Right now, you yeah. are a guy with the yips. Well, they're also, you know, and I, I think Dak Prescott made a good point. He played like S against the Commanders <laughs> and had one of the greatest games we're ever talking about right now. You know, so to me, that's you know, Brett Maher up until this point, we've had no reason to to talk poorly about him at all or make any poor evaluations about him at all. You know, so I think you have to be careful about that. You know, I, I, I understand everybody's concern with the playoffs, the way these games are tight. They come down to field goals. Hell, they come down to extra points. You know, what you saw last night was historic, you know. But I also, I also like, like I said, I like what Dak said. I played like S the week before. Yeah, you but know? you can't find another quarterback. You can, find a, you can find a lot of kickers that can make extra points. I don't know if you could find a kicker that's playoff worthy. How about that? Yeah, uh, it's its own that, deal. That, that's its own deal. There's reasons. I mean, and I'm not. I'm not trying to pull the Mickey Spagnola on you, but I love you, Mickey, for this. But you know, there's, there's. If you go out there and, and determine, like, in a workout, that a guy could come in and make a, a key field goal for you against San Francisco in the divisional round of the playoffs, I, I admire you. That's some. That's some serious scouting right there. If you can do that, because that's all you're going to get. You're going to get a workout. We've seen Brett Maher make big field goals. We yeah. also saw him miss extra points. Yeah. I'm not trying to just throw that under the rug. I, I But we have seen man make – what was the one game he had where he had four field goals over 50 yards in a game earlier this year? Incredible. Right? Yeah, yeah. And, and, and plus 50, yeah. I want to let yeah. him boom it. Yeah. But it, it's not hard to find somebody that's going to be more reliable or that you could trust more than Mara in an extra point coming up on Sunday. I'll be interested to see what that name is. And I, I'm not I'm not going to hold you to it and say, well, Gavin, damn, give me a name. Kai I'm Forbath. Not, well, if he's out there, sure. Let's work him out. Yeah. I mean, if he if he's out there and you feel he's playoff ready and you know you just want to move on, I get it. This organization has done a really good job this year of not allowing players to hold them back. They've moved on yep, from they guys. Have. They moved on. I don't think they're going to move on from this guy. Okay. Uh, yeah, I don't think you move on because he's a weapon. But I, I 
you know, I and and you you like the ability to go deep, especially to win you a playoff game. But sacrificing one roster spot to get certainty that we can get the one point. I mean, could you imagine needing to tie it up last night at twenty nine and get the Gosh. the extra point for thirty? How nervous! You can't put yourself in that situation against San Francisco, mm-hmm. and it it's going to be you know a, a, probably a, a significantly closer game. Yeah. Fantex, Fantex is wanting us to go get uh, Dicker the kicker, but uh, he's already he's, at the, Char- he's with the Chargers. Roster, yeah, but yeah. they're not playing anymore, and I do think. With the with like, are we in agreement? Like kickers aren't actually football players. They should have a different set of rules in the playoffs for kickers. I should be able to just go grab your a livelihood. Kicker. Depends. I can't on have it. one of these extra point situations ruin my playoff chances. Okay, I should be able yeah. to go handpick a kicker off of some random team right now. I I, I hear you. You know, the uh, Ravens would say bleep you when it comes to Justin Tucker. Yeah, yeah, uh, you're I just right. One dicker, somebody. You know, anybody, especially a, a practice squad type of guy, something like that. It's yeah. it's not going to take much to be better than Mar. He's mentally destroyed right now. That's that's what you got to know. Well, you see, know, that's the issue. As like, someone, uh, you know, I, I struggled yes. with the with the yips for eight years. He's at the beginning of a long, long journey. Oof. I quit golf over it. You know, oh. and it, it I, I I didn't get over it until I completely forgot about my swing and came back and played golf years later. And I was like, okay, I can enjoy this again. And that kind of happened yeah. to him the last time, right? Didn't he like? Wasn't he away from the sport for a little while, and then he came back and he was a new man, but New Orleans, and yes, he figured yes. it out. But if the confidence is shaken, we have an issue. Uh, you got to hope that maybe he's just worked okay. work that out. The confidence not shaken in the team overall. Could last night be a turning point for the franchise when it comes to getting wins in the playoffs? Just Dak's second playoff victory? Or is it just that Tampa played horribly? You know, how, how do you uh, look at that? You know, but hey, look at the things that are going for the Cowboys now. They snapped the 30-year streak. They 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 beat Tom Brady. They've made the playoffs two years in a row. They've led the league in interceptions two years in a row. They fixed the penalties. They are becoming a tougher, more physical football team. They can overcome adversity and cover for weak spots with scheme, as we saw last night in the defensive backfield. You know, I, I hope... Yeah, uh, you know we're 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 here in this potential moment. We've already seen Mike McCarthy turn the organization around on a couple of different fronts and have unprecedented success. Why not become a perennial playoff winner? You know, um, so I I think that's your opportunity now going into San Francisco. And Jerry's fond of saying after big wins, your team's different now. How how different can this team be moving moving forward? Obviously, we're quite a bit more confident in their ability after seeing them execute. But uh, I don't know where are you guys at with this. One? When they don't turn over the ball, they can beat anybody in the NFL. That's the thing about it. When they when they don't turn over the ball, and you know, and and, and you know, when the offense can really when they flow, when they get separation, when they finish plays, when the defense is able to get pass rush, when they're able to get teams in long yardage situations, they could beat anybody in the NFL. But they're also capable of playing like they did against the Commanders, you know. That 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 that's 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 the yeah. reality. Of what this team is. Yesterday was a great example of what this team is capable of. And you use the words that consistency. Mm-hmm. Where are they? Are they? You know, this is this is the thing that you know has to be concerning for you going forward. Is San Francisco going to allow you to do the same things that Tampa did? Tampa was a team that was eight and nine for a reason. You know, they got they 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 they. They have a, the all-time great quarterback. They got some outstanding wide receivers. They don't run the ball. They don't have pass rush. This team you're about to play, you just you took advantage of a team that really, really wasn't very good when it came to a lot of the things in football you have to do to win these games. And you know, good for the Cowboys. But can you do the consistent things? Can you get to keep the pass rush going? 
Can you find a way to get, you know, they, I, I wish the Cowboys they had about three or four opportunities for turnovers yesterday sure. mm-hmm. that they could have got. Boy, that would have been nice to, to have that. with two, curse with one. Exactly. But see, that's, that's kind of where I'm at right now. This team is capable of beating anybody in NFL, you know, when they play like they did last night. The question is, can they play like that throughout this tournament? Agreed. And you're 100% right. And, and it's in important areas, right? It's the quarterback who we've seen play a game last night that is as good as any quarterback in football. Mm-hmm. But week to week, we don't always see it. Can he duplicate and replicate yeah. that for the rest of the postseason run? Defensively, the offensive coordinator, Kellen Moore, can he also yep. execute Called and call a, great a game, game plan great like that? Great game, I think. He's capable McCarthy of it. going for it on fourth down, Absolutely. knowing what he had to do to do. No one, and, and always get on about the, know the condition of your team. He knew going for it on fourth down because he's dealing with that quarterback on the other side of the field. Stephen Jones even said on a radio station this afternoon, he says, You don't feel comfortable. He didn't feel comfortable till the six minute mark in the fourth. Hmm. You know, as they were playing that game. You shouldn't against that quarterback. No, that and that's guy. why last night was more about the Cowboys than it was the Bucks, in my yeah. opinion. Dawson, I know you've hung him up, but I do appreciate this from the 903. You need to take a shot of Rock and Crow tequila. Oh, yes. Let's <laughs> get that. And how about 682? Rogers has some free time. Let's get Mar on an ayahuasca journey ASAP out of the 682. Yeah, you can get him down there to the Peruvian Mountains in no time. Now, the Niners do have the best defense in the NFL by two points. They're two points better than the Jets and the Bills mm-hmm. and, and the Ravens. So it is a tough defense, um, but uh, a beatable team in the 49ers, especially with their rookie quarterback who nearly threw multiple picks against the Seahawks that would have put them out of that game. Okay, uh, well, Chuck, where do you want to go next talking about this whole deal? Let's do some takeaways from this Cowboys 49ers game. What were some of your big takeaways after last night against the Bucs? And uh, we look ahead a little bit to the Niners next on the fam. Oh, yeah, welcome back. It is the G-Back Nation here on a glorious Cowboys Monday. Segment's brought to you by the Frankels. If you think there will be less big company... Why? Why? If you have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale with Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases and shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval, no minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got 
got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odysseypodcast, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash odysseypodcast now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash odysseypodcast. Trucks on the road because of gas prices, think again. And those big trucks have insurance companies to protect them. So get the representation that won't settle for less. It's the Frankels at truckwreck.com. General, if you were wet, sip on some Old Crow bourbon while listening to Old Crow Medicine Show. I'd be happy to. Here's the Wooly Bully with some more Cowboys content. January 16th, 2023. That is the last time the Cowboys won a road playoff game as they spanked the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Yeah, they did. And Tom Bleepin' Brady, 31-14. to 14. We got some takeaways. What were yours? 877-881-1053. I'm going to be out at Baby Dolls tomorrow night. Oh, speaking of spankings. Partying hmm. from 7 to 9, 10 to 50 Shady Trail. Come on out and party with me as we celebrate this Cowboys victory. Oh, man. I'll motorboat you. You'll motorboat me. Yeah, Walter's going to be very generous after a Cowboy playoff victory. You mentioned they they spank him, but didn't they spank him 32 times for the amount of years that it had been? The drought? It was 32 uh, birthday spankings, if you will. Very red. Uh, Very, very red. Very red. A lot of handprints. No doubt. Are you kidding me? Brady was slide tackling people. He it was it was his ultimate give up. He was he was distraught. He couldn't believe it before the game. He actually went into that game confident last we night. We just got a TD. That? They're re-airing the game right now on the NFL Network. Dak to Schultz, number mm. one, number Ooh. one. Let's Ooh. party! All right, takeaways last night. I, I the, the offensive line. My goodness gracious, and the moving parts. Right, we kind of got a little bit of a surprise during yeah. pregame. They're going to reshuffle this bad boy. We're going to go Peters. We're going to go Tyler Smith. We got Biotish back. We're all pumped about that. We got McGovern our fullback. We got the Hulk smash. We got the Big Mac. And then all of a sudden, Peters goes down. Credit Tyler Smith. He's got to go from left guard to left tackle. He played well. Yeah. He did a good job. The, the law firm of Smith and Smith were outstanding in that Tyron. Game. Yeah. Oh, my yeah. gosh. Mm-hmm. He was great. They did enough on the ground game. But a big takeaway for me, they did not force feed Ezekiel Elliott. They let Tony Pollard cook. And Tony Pollard ended up out-touching Ezekiel Elliott, and I said this last week. How many touches did Pollard and CD get? That's what we'd be looking at at Tuesday morning. Did you win or did they lose? Pollard got a good amount of touches. CD Lamb, they made sure to get him involved. They finally got the tight ends going. But when you get both of those guys involved in your offense, it's going to be successful. CD Lamb, four catches, 68 yards, a touchdown. You targeted him six times. You probably didn't need to target him as much as I would have liked because you ended up getting a big lead. You're probably going to need to get him more involved next week. But Tony Pollard, 15 carries, 77 yards. Also adds in three catches as well. They got both of those guys involved. They were big parts of the offense. I thought that was huge and a great job and more kudos to Kellen Moore. I will definitely eat the crow on that. I've been critical of you, but last night, sir, you 
were phenomenal. Yeah, it was great, you know, and I thought those outside runs that I wanted so much of last year were making a bigger appearance. Brian, you've seen the film. I'm looking forward to your film takeaways coming up in the corner here in about 15 minutes, and they only end up at 3.7 yards per attempt, but there were so many carries of like one to three yards that were successful runs and gave you exactly what you needed in those moments. Yeah, very few negative plays and all that, and that's what the thing about it, you were having to find a way to run the ball. Inside was not going to be the path. The inside run was just you know, it's just difficult with those two. You're trying to move those guys, and you really can't. But if you can shield them, kind of keep them out of the play, and they did a great job of getting the ball to the edge. That 18-yard run that Pollard had, I mean, the balance that he was able to show, the explosiveness to get it down the sidelines there. They got a great block on the outside from uh, from Lamb to get that thing going. So everybody really contributed you to running the ball better than – then I think a lot of people thought they were going to be able to do. Hey, and it's only 24 yards, but Dak's 24 on the ground huge. Were, were huge. Absolutely massive. Great to see him tuck it and go a couple times. And he'll need to do that a lot more as well against San Francisco. Those hidden yards, the dirty yards that Dak's able to pick up with his legs, they're big. We're getting requests for uh, Club Cowboys. Maybe we'll be able to bring that a little bit later on in the show. Well, we ever, has there ever been? Is there, we did it once. We've done a Club Cowboys before. We might have Philadelphia to Philadelphia victory, right? Yep. We might have to. Or maybe, the, was it the Vikings? Vikings. It might have been the Vikings. Might have been Vikings. Just, might have been the Vikings. Yeah, we, might have Vikings. To, we might have to open up Club Cowboys mm-hmm. a little bit later for uh, for a postseason victory. The other thing would be the run defense. What a difference from week one. I mean, Leonard Fournette, five carries, 11 yards. He averaged 2.2 yards a carry. They held him under 70 yards rushing as a team. The run defense was brilliant. I know, yes, Tampa Bay is not a good running football team, but they damn sure ran on you week one. So yeah. give the run defense and Leighton Vanderesh, getting him back, Jonathan Hankins back. Oh, These man. guys were huge. Give Wilson and Curse some credit too. In amen that. to that. I thought it was huge that you got up. You know, scoring multiple touchdowns in the first half put Tampa in a situation where they didn't want to run. You know, Rashad White was at close to six yards per attempt. He only got seven carries. But in those first four possessions combined, as they both punted, Tampa was making more progress, but as the Cowboys got that break to get across midfield and then that touchdown to Schultz and then followed it up for another touchdown, like Tampa, I think a little early went away from the running game. And that would, I, I think that was maybe the nail in their coffin. You know, you put it all on Tom Brady, who clearly did not have it. Uh, and was getting very little time to find anything. Like, we were worried about the big play. By the time he was at the bottom of his, or the top of his drop, it it felt like somebody was in his face almost every single time. Yeah, 19 pressures. 19 pressures. They only had to blitz six times, but the best part of it is is how dominant Micah was, because he he had 10 of those 19 pressures. He was messing around in the Bucks huddle. Oh, and they got to kick him out of there. That was hilarious. He was tormenting them last night. Finally, Cowboys have opened up as a three-and-a-half-point dog against the Niners as they look to avenge the wild card round 23-17 to loss last year. We cool with this spread? Yeah. It's a home spread, right? Yeah. Gavin, is that yeah, pretty much that, what it is? That says the Niners are just a little bit better, and they've won 11 in a row. They beat you last year in the playoffs. I think that's a very fair spread. I, I, want, I want nothing to do with that wager right now. Oh, All I'm right. pounding the Cowboys on that. Love it. There no he brainer. is. Found him, baby. Zach Wolchuk. Uh, he'll be back a little bit later on with Course's top 10 list and more. It is time now to go into the Pimp Cup where Lucius Alexander is standing by with the G Bag of the Day. Happy Cowboys Tuesday to you, sir. Yeah, happy Cowboys Tuesday to you, player. As, you know, as, as a lifelong fan yourself, that's uh, okay. 
Allegedly. Well, okay. Yeah. Off and on at times. Uh, well, yeah. 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 How you feeling on now? How you feeling now? Could you deny the fun last night? It looks good, man. It's best for business, brother. Yeah. I want to see him keep going. I do. And I like to see all the Cowboys fans happy. I'm not like a Cowboy hater or anything. Yeah. You know. It's pretty fun. Yeah, I just have my uh, convictions about things. And those are fair convictions. You know what I'm saying. Yeah, I do. All right, so our winner was the lady that had enough with customer service. Or (laughs) is it the customer service being so calm with a demon on the line? Mm. Here we go. Are you getting through to a supervisor? No! Record the f*** out of this call and get me to a supervisor! No! Let's go. Do it! Ma'am, there isn't anything that. No. Ma'am, no. there isn't any reason for me to. Ma'am. Who is your supervisor, you little no. Now, mm. there's your personal foul mm. language. I said supervisor. No! Yeah. Wow. Okay. Every time. Okay, ma'am. Alright. No. Yeah. Okay. Okay, give no. me. When? I'm going to put you on hold, ma'am. She's got the patience of a substitute wow. teacher. You hear me? Yeah. Yeah, yeah the mean one. Yeah. Well trained. Missing. Very well trained there, handling the customer service department. Ah, for the Cowboys right here. Who run it? Who run it? All right. You can do all the celebrating before you go see San Fran. Or maybe you can keep this energy with you. Yeah. I hope so. Yeah. Right, we're That's the hope. And you got to go to San Fran to get that done, right? Yes. Oh, my. In the name of their house. Oh, my God. Revenge game road momentum. They're the road warriors, bro. Bring our own boombox. Yeah. Erasing all the history. These are the erasers. (laughs) The erasers. (laughs) I like that. Uh, Let's see. Manning cast last night. It's their reaction to Mr. Maher missing number three. (laughs) Yeah, going left, throwing back right. In the end zone. Oh my God! You've got to be kidding me! I've never seen anything like it. Why are we kicking on? it? Why are we kicking it? Yeah. What is going? He can't believe it. Talk about a buzz kill. <laughs> no one's ever missed three field, three extra points in a row. You That's kind of guy at halftime of a playoff game. Oh be wow! <laughs> you know how Peyton feel about them kickers too. Anyway, he'll play that. Oh, it's so bad to not. I think, you know, maybe the coaching staff is thinking if if we start going for two, it'll totally destroy his confidence. The problem is you got to acknowledge the confidence is already gone. You can't make it any worse. Go for damn two. Was that the number three where he was just staring at it? Yeah. Like everybody was going in and he was just still yeah. just standing there like, yeah. I felt so bad for him, bro. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. And then they showed like the booth and you see Steven just shaking his head like, nah, yeah. that ain't it, father. <laughs> yeah. That ain't it, partner. Yeah. I felt so bad for him, brother. I know. It was it was such a great redemption story. You know, Mar yes. was around like three years ago and he just couldn't be accurate, but then he came back and he had it figured out. But uh, then he lost it allegedly. all Allegedly. I'm like, glad you got Stephen Jones being a partner guy, too. Yeah, I, I absolutely have him being a partner Big guy. old white teeth. <laughs> Big old jug head. I say that respectfully, sir. A lot of football knowledge and business knowledge in that dome of yours. Yeah. Uh, how about this Bills fan that fell asleep in the back of someone's truck? And oh. Bills Mafia, you know, the pregame, how to get kind of crazy? Oh, yeah. Jumping yeah, on tables. Yeah, exactly. Well, my man got a little too drunk, fell asleep in the back of someone's truck, which he thought it was his father's truck. Oh, no. Yeah, he thought it was his dad's. Is there somebody in the front of my truck? Yeah. Are you okay? Yeah, I'm okay. How did you get in here? <laughs> I have no idea. Do you need help? Were you at the Bills game? Yes, sir. Did, you, ju- you, did you just like get too drunk or something? Yeah, no, I'm okay. Are you 
Yeah. I had yeah. no idea that you were in my truck. I'm so Bro, sorry. Oh no, my god. <laughs> Did anybody check and see if he got sick in the back seat there? Uh, yeah, I got to hose it out later. Yeah, if, if all of a sudden, I don't know, I'd be like really cool, like what you're no, talking about. No, yeah, we're, we're, no, no, we're good. And then like, oh, no, he threw up. No, now, dude, talking, come here. What are you? Long live Josh Allen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> all right. All right. It's it's fairly common occasion for Bill's fans. Yeah. Yeah. How to handle this. Super nice folks, though. Yeah. Like Honestly, that. it's kind of on the other guy to not even check his trunk to see if there was a, a drunken <laughs> Bills Mafia <laughs> member yeah, there. Yeah. Like, be a good teammate. Yeah, that should be on the back of the ticket. Yeah. <laughs> check your trunks before you leave, yeah. please. And under your cars, please. <laughs> hey, this is last week. Mike Bassick was singing Red Hot Chili Peppers Can't Stop. Oh, yes. Well, he is singing his version of that Chili Pepper song as loud as possible. Yep. I don't know if you... Nailed it. <laughs> Nailed it, bro. He's jamming. Good for you, sir. He's having a good time. Red Hot Chili Peppers. Yeah. Yeah. Any of the nominees, Lucius? I mean, every time we are on time, you do this. Okay. You want to keep going? Are you sure? Yeah. Well, Brian, well, Brian I'm it's good, a victory yeah, yeah, on Tuesday, bro. No, we just beat Tom good. Brady. Okay. We're going to pedal to the metal here. Go for it. Okay, Dan Lebetard show. He had an awkward moment with uh, Vince Wolfwork. He's, uh, like, I guess he's a big fan of Vince Wolfwork's uh, wife. Oh. 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 But oh. Vince Wolfwork done moved on in life. Oh. I have always enjoyed the way that you talk about your wife and your relationship. You are very comfortable talking about how you met your wife, how much you love her, how important she is to you, and that's the reason that I asked the question. I've always admired that about you, that you are you have no problems whatsoever professing your love. Well, the thing is, uh, I got a new wife now. You know, me and Bianca oh. didn't make it. No, man. So oh. I moved on. We moved on. It was for the better both of us and um but we are we are real you know good friends you know we are parents yeah. first um, and the love i have for her I, I have for her but you know my new wife mm. that that, yeah. that we just got married you know october 8th 2020 oh and, um, geez i'm happy Things just got a little awkward there. Uh, so let me be the first on this show. <laughs> There's that Stu Gatz guy. Yeah, Stu They're Gats. still doing their show. That's, that's amazing, terrific. Yeah. That that's is, funny. That's like the time I asked, I, uh, right out of the gates by way of hello in the night show, I asked Babe what his wife calls him. If his name's Babe, like what's the cat name, whatever, whatever. He's like, oh, well, uh, I don't have a wife. Or Simi uh, Fahoko. What his favorite <laughs> drink is when he's yeah. Mormon and doesn't drink. Yeah. Well, that one's done, too. Yeah. Got a new wife. I, I I don't mind professing my love for her, her either, Dan. 2020. Thanks Got for me, asking. Right? We didn't make it. Is, it. is it customer service Where you now? been, bro? You ain't checked the gram? Yeah. <laughs> What's going on? I had to rebrand. She's not there anymore. Here's some prep. Is it Manning Cast on Mar missing the third one? Bill's fan falls asleep back of a truck. Mike Bassick, Red Hot Chili Dang Peppers, it. Dan Labitard Show, Awkward Moment, Vince Wolford. Brian, we're going to start the voting with you today. I'm going to go with Vince Wolford. Okay. How about you, Bully Bully? Lucius, this is a great group yeah, of you. Damn you, Lucius. Saucy. I'm I do it all on the toilet, too, by the way. <laughs> it's my magical place. I'm going to go with Mike. I'm going to go with Basky. Okay, Lucius. Uh, the lady had enough of dealing with the customer service. We're tied at one, Chiafalo. Give me the Bills fan. Oh, yes! my goodness. I swear. I swear. 
I was going to vote for the Manning cast, which would have created a five-way tie at one for the first time ever. We can't, we can't create a poll that does that, though. Why not? Okay, we'd have to bring everything back tomorrow and just re-rack we it. We don't want to do that. Oh, okay. We don't, we, we don't <laughs> want to do that. Let's just, let's just, all right, sure. <laughs> Bills fan falls asleep back of a truck by a score of two to oh, one okay. to one to one. And your new G-Bag of the Day champion, Krusty's Corner's coming up next. Oh, Where are we going with that, sir? Yeah, let's talk about these uh, Cal- Cowboys and Buccaneers. We'll do that next. Pollard's come into the lineup. It's fourth and goal. They're going to pass up the three. What they're going to do is play action. Fourth and goal. Man in motion left. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice, and a good polar vortex. (laughs) Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Love the flexibility of working in all sorts of places? Well, working on the go seamlessly requires a strong network like T-Mobile. We have America's largest 5G network, so whether you're on a video call at the park or uploading large files at a coffee shop, We have the 5G speed you need. Whatever takes you on the go, T-Mobile's got you covered. Find out more at T-Mobile.com slash network today. Coverage not available in some areas. See 5G device coverage and access details at T-Mobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. To right, inside, a play action, bootleg to the left, Prescott all the way, runs it in for the touchdown, and he's fired up. Shoot, yeah, he is. And when he gets to the playoffs, all he does is run for a touchdown every game. There he is, Dak Prescott. Time now for more on the Cowboys. Here's Brian Broaddus with Krusty's Corner. Thank you very much. Thank uh, you. Just saw a really encouraging tweet from, remember last night with Russell Gage, yeah. the Tampa Bay receiver. He said, hey, I appreciate all the text calls, thoughts, and prayers you all have expressed towards my family and I. Just want to let you know that I'm doing great and in great spirits. Thank you. And so, get nice. Yeah, he to really hear. got hurt. Yeah, that, that was kind of that was a kind of an awkward shot you yeah, know, yeah. to the yeah. back of the head there. And so, and good for him. And some cowboy information that I've learned about injuries: Jason Peters has a hip flexor problem. That'll probably keep him out for a little bit. And then uh, Curse should be okay. And then Izzy with the hamstring should be okay there. Everything else uh, should be all right for your Cowboys. So you think Peters is out for the upcoming game? I think so. With the hip flexor problem, I would say that's probably going to take Man, some time. Man, that's for bullet him. dodged with Curse. You know, yeah. the way that he limped off and didn't want to put pressure on it and the way that it, it, it bent, yeah. you know, that, that can be a, a couple of days, a couple of hours, or like nine months. 
You know, just when whenever something gets destabilized in the knee like that and it's bowing in a way that isn't, I always kind of brace for the worst. So that is awesome that it looks like he's going to be able to keep playing. Yeah, they were they were just kind of got word before we went on the air just asking about those guys. They usually get uh, the information later in the day and stuff like that. So glad to bring everybody up to date. Dude, and how how Sweet. special is it that the Cowboys have two guys like that that are built the way they are, 6'4", just roaming the field. They can cover their athletic. They tackle. Mm-hmm. Like, what? That is, that is badass. Let me ask you guys a real quick question on that. After the one pass that you saw the direction that went to, uh, you know, with – the, with our with the new uh, edition there with Xavier Rhodes. Oh yes, are you comfortable putting him out there again after? I mean, the, the, that shot inside the two minute warning that went down the field where yeah. he was just completely you know torqued. We talked about that. He just can't run. You know, I mean, it was very it was very very clear on that. I don't know. I think I just stick with Izzy then. I, oh for sure, they're throwing a lot. I mean, get you know right Izzy just. I mean, to me, I'll take my chances. I know, that, I know that Rhodes is a veteran guy and all that, but I, I'm just the way I watched him play. I just don't feel like that, you know, in this game. Now, maybe you, you can use this, you know, the toughness that you're going to have to have on the edge. Maybe you're going to have to have that guy that's the willing to tackler and stuff like that. I think you get it with Izzy. I think you get it with Wright. I'm just worried about the 49ers kind of throwing. I mean, we'll watch the 49ers tonight, but I don't know if I'm necessarily interested. Because what we talked about yesterday, the, the kid, the kid, he can't run. No, yeah, he, so he, he can't play. He can't. If you know, that's and, it. And, yeah, and that's what I, I worry about a little bit in this game, though. Are you going to get? You know, if he's going to be in there, are, you, are people going to take vertical shots on him? Well, you got to make sure he can't you roll, keep up. Roll help over to, and I think that he might have thought that he had some help. He clearly, he, I think, he was immediately looking back, like right. pointing the finger, like this ain't on me, bro. No, and, I just feel like he got run by. He did. Oh, so, he did and get that, run that, by. The tape, the tape showed that. Oh, he, he got did run get run by. by. He got run by there. All right, uh, we'll talk about what happened in this game. Just some plays that I pulled out from. I'm, I'm really happy. We talked about the. Uh, you know, are you going to be able to draw holding calls in this game? Third and 12, you get a holding call right off the jump with Parsons. He's going to beat Donovan Smith, uh, you know, with that uh, inside move right there. I mean, and well, he he set him up. He set him up with the play. Smith had to hook him in all that, drew the call. You know, you did a great job of rallying on the third and 12, played the ball short. You tackle, it's declined. Great job, though, by the uh, – great job by the defense in the back end making the play, but great job by Parsons getting the pressure there. Uh, on on Donovan Smith there we we knew that he wasn't going to be any good for this game so that's a I thought that was a really nice job really good job though on the uh, the scram you guys mentioned the uh, the one I'm going to focus the 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 pass that Prescott threw to Ferguson for 34 yards mm-hmm. yeah that was fantastic well designed play right there with the Ferguson and, and Dak and, and with the combination of the routes and then they got Ferguson free where nobody where they actually they busted coverage on the play, and Ferguson was able to get to a space. And Dak read that the coverage was busted along the way, and that's why he was able to get the ball to him there. And, and it ended up being it was the only catch that Ferguson had the whole game. That's all we needed, baby. That's all we needed right there for sure. But it was a busted coverage by the by the Buccaneers. But it had to do with the way the route combinations were, and that confused the secondary. And got Ferguson up the field. Now time to get those tight ends involved again. Well, hey, man, and, and big time. You, you've mentioned it, Walchuk. Credit to Kellen Moore. But the two plays where a defense is just arms up, they have no idea what's going on. It's that play and then the CD touchdown. Mm-hmm. 
I just have to immediately go credit to you, play designer, play caller, the way you yeah. set that up because the defense was lost and you created a guy that was wide open. They did it twice for two of the biggest plays of the game. 34 yards to Ferguson, touchdown to Lamb. Are you yeah. kidding me? That's that's good stuff, Kellen Moore. That is absolutely great stuff on Lamb. You mentioned Prescott, the runs he had. He had a third and six scramble for 10 yards. That was a first down play. Nice job of him avoiding kind of reading. They were covered on the back end. There was nobody open at all. Instead of forcing the ball right there, he just took off running and was able to get 10 yards out of the play. Nice job of him. Because like I say, the things we've kind of worried about Dak was, is he going to try and force the ball in a third down situation? Nobody was open at all. He didn't try at all. He saw what the situation was, able to break the pocket, gets 10 yards on the run. Really nice job of him understanding what the situation was and understanding how to use his feet in order to make the play. The, I, there was another pass that Prescott had. You mentioned on third and four to, uh, to Lamb for 26 yards. That play in itself, you give total credit to Tony Pollard for the blitz pickup that he had on White. He's lined up to the left of, the, uh, of, left of Dak, and White's going to blitz off the right side. And everybody on the line takes who they're supposed to take. And Pollard knows he has the outside guy on the line of scrimmage there. And it happens to be White. They bring the blitz. He, he just crosses Dak's face. Sometimes when you get in that situation as a back and you cross the quarterback's face, there could be some problems, you know, dealing with that. But no, it was a clean move across. Dak was able to allow him to cross. He picks up the, the blitzer and then he throws the ball all the way across the field to Lamfer. That's a 26-yard play on third and four. So great job uh, by him uh, to to make sure that then. The you, we also talked about the pass to the, another pass to Lamb for the touchdown on the fourth and four. They're going to run double pick on this play, and I, I'm finally it's I'm glad that we're finally seeing the Cowboys come with some creative stuff on these fourth down calls, these third down calls. You know, they're going to run double pick. You're going to get two guys going inside, and then Lamb is going to come from the slot all the way behind it. That's and the it, one where he's wide open. That's the one where he's wide open. And what happened was when the when the two when the two receivers went inside, they they took it, those two guys took three guys with him. Yeah, and they were confused on the play right there, and then all of a sudden you got Lamb right behind it. The protection was good out front. It's viral on Twitter with Dalton Schultz with his hands raised, with yeah. his, his back to the he, ball. He, he, knows, he knew it. He knew exactly what was about to happen. But that's, again, a great call, great play design. I am surprised he went for it, though, there. But, man, you know, with the field goal Ballsy. kicker. The field goal kicker situation the way it was, then maybe that was something you absolutely had to think about right there. Just go ahead and go for it there. Uh, another one is uh, on the Hank and sa- uh, sack of Brady on third and goal. Uh, and, you know, towards the end of the game, great job by him. Just the pressure and the push that he was able to get. That's the great thing about having you got guys like you, you talk about how well Van Der Esch played in this football game. Van Der Esch, Wilson, those are the guys. Curse, Hankins. That's why these guys, they had no chance. The Cowboys knew going into this game that, that Hankins and Van Der Esch could control the run inside. They knew that. So that's why they went with a lighter group they knew they had to get they were going to be in a game where it was going to turn into a, a, a passing game so that's why you had with osa and then also with golston bohannon and those guys uh gallimore those guys didn't dress in this game because they knew they were going to be able to handle the inside running game with hankins back but great job by hankins though getting the pressure get on the goal line it set up the next play where it was a fourth and goal 
where Golston then got the pressure after that on Brady. So they had back-to-back series. You talk about how the Cowboys played two different series in this game on the goal line where they were able to get stops. Great job by the defense of, of making these plays. Osa Digizua is playing phenomenal football. Last two he was weeks, the highest-graded defender, according yeah, to Pro Football the Focus. The last, last couple of weeks, though, he has been outstanding. I could see him and Golston. When they you put those guys next to Hankins, you know, and you've got that power with the ability to get up the field with the other guy. It's beautiful. It is a it it, it makes this defense very very difficult. But great job by I can say with great job by uh, with the two safeties in this game too. I mentioned Wilson and I also I mentioned Curse and the way that he was able to play uh, on that tape. He those guys were outstanding. And Van Der Esch, they didn't in run coverage, the, dude. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. In coverage, he was outstanding awesome. as well with the zone coverages and stuff like that. That you know we haven't seen here in the last couple of weeks. Well, thank you, Brian. Thank you. Great film notes from Brian every day immediately after the game. Okay. Um, we'll have Cowboys game day Twitter coming up. Uh, segment of the G-Bag Nation brought to you by Window Nation. All the best reactions and storylines from the glorious dub as it transpired on social is next. In the nation. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage get cox internet powered by fiber with america's fastest download speeds it's internet built for tomorrow today cox always building better cox internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection speeds vary and are not guaranteed cox terms and other restrictions may apply analysis by ukulele speed test intelligence data fixed median download speeds usq3 2023 Celebrate and save at Ashley's Anniversary Sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep Mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry, built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. And with available features like heated seats and a multimedia touchscreen, you can stay connected in comfort and style. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip and agile sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a dependable Corolla built just for you. Plus, both Camrys and Corollas are available in hybrid models. So no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and affordably. And right now, your local Toyota dealer has more vehicles in stock and is making delivery on new vehicles almost every day. So visit your local Toyota dealer. And check out amazing national sales event deals on Camrys, Corollas, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Offers end April 1st. Toyota, let's go places.